Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Monday so far. If you'd like to check out my website, on my website, all the links you need to know pertaining to all the content that I'm putting out, my podcast, the audio podcast, my video content, you can easily do that because all the links can be found at Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D. L-E.net. Now, if you want to check out my video content, you can easily do that by going to TuttleTV.com. That takes you directly to my YouTube page. I just thought it would be easier for people if they just knew the website, TuttleTV.com. That is my YouTube page. When you go to my YouTube page, please make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe button, but while you're there, it's very, very important you hit the bell button. If you hit that bell button, it's going to alert you any time that I go live on my YouTube channel. So you're going to want to do that. So anytime I put up any new content or go live, you'll be alerted immediately so you don't miss any of the live content. Questions or comments, you can do that by emailing me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I try to return everybody's emails, but I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to hear what you're doing right now through this pandemic. Have you had to stay home? Are you having to stay home with the kids? Did you get let go? I want to hear from you. Tuttle at gmail.com. Now, I was also given my email, and if anybody, you know, going through a hard time right now through this pandemic, if you have a small business, a side hustle, maybe you're selling stuff on eBay or you're trying to do something on Craigslist, I will promote your stuff. Even if you have a podcast, if you have an OnlyFans page, if you're a cam whore and you got an OnlyFans page, email me. I will promote your stuff, especially if you give me a free login so I can check out your content before I promote it. But I also said that I would do podcasts, and one of the first ones that I want to promote is Nothing in Moderation Podcast. They reached out to me and they asked me if I could promote their stuff. You can find them on Twitter at Nothing in Mod Pod. That's N O T H I N G I N M O D. P-O-D. Check them out. They are a local podcast. I haven't had a chance to check them out, but I told them that I would plug their stuff. So if you have anything you want me to plug business-wise to try to help you make some money, you can do that by emailing me, tuttle at gmail.com. And one last thing to plug before I get into today's podcast, make sure you share. I've been asking people if you'd like to donate to the cause. All my content is going to be free. I want to keep it free. That's why I'm giving out my PayPal account. If you guys would like to donate, help out the cause, all the money that you donate to my PayPal account will go back and will be reinvested into the podcast to make the quality of the content better. But if you don't want to donate anything to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio, that's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio, you can do that by helping me promote this podcast. I'm not on the radio anymore, so I have no way to be able to promote my content. So word of mouth is huge for making this podcast grow. If you're a fan of it, you like what I do, you like the content that I put out, spread the word, spread it by helping, you know, let people know on social media about my podcast, my YouTube channel, just share it, retweet anything that I post 
Tell your friends, your family. My podcast can be found on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes Podcast, TuneIn Radio app, and directly on the hosting site at tuttle.podomatic.com. Anything you can do to help spread the word will be greatly appreciated. Now, I don't want anybody to think that there's anything good about this coronavirus right now, but I'm one of those guys that looks on the bright side. And one of the things that I look forward to every single day was the daily press briefing that our president would do about the coronavirus, because you would always get that sound drop that something our president that you would never think in a million years in the history of all the presidents, the great presidents that we've had, that you would get sound bites the way we get from the president that we have right now. And you guys know I'm not the biggest fan of politicians, and I always have to back sell and reset my stance when it comes to politicians. I think all politicians are crooked. They do not give a damn about us. They give a damn about the people that give them money to get reelected or the favors that are done for them that they have to do in return. That's how our political system works. Yes, we still live in the greatest country in the world, but it could be better. I know this is going to sound really selfish, but I've worked in radio for the past 20 years. And yes, there's been some really crappy candidates out there. And I'll admit it, I vote for the candidate that's going to give the show that I work on the best content. And no other president gave us better content than the one that we have right now. The one we have right now stepped his game up to a whole new level. But George W. Bush gave us some of the greatest sound bites you could ever imagine. We got an issue in America. Too many good docs are getting out of business. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their their love with women all across this country. That soundbite almost makes me forget about lying about weapons of mass destruction and leading us to a 10-year or even more than a 10-year war in the Middle East. That soundbite forgave everything. I still remember it, but it doesn't seem as bad. But what our president did this past week when he suggested that people should ingest disinfectants, Lysol, bleach, stuff like that. That was just something he said. That was not a gaffe. What President Bush said during that speech, that was just a mix up of words. What our president did, I don't think it was. I really don't think it was. And I got my theories on why he said it, because I don't believe our president is actually that dumb. I think he says stuff and I'll get to that later on in the podcast. But I want to get to the soundbite because our president, that gaffe, his misstep, maybe is backfiring on him. I think he meant to say what he said, but he is now backing down his daily press briefings, which I'm sad about because it's something I look forward to every single day because there was going to be something that would happen that people would be talking about. And maybe not even by Trump saying something it would be just the reactions of Dr. Fauci and Burke in the background. If you notice, those people are no longer standing behind the president while he speaks. You want to know why? Because these people 
people do not know how to have a poker face. Trump would say some of the dumbest shit that would get a reaction out of those two doctors. And, you know, they have an image to withhold, uh, uphold, you know, because, yes, they're working for the president, but they also have to be good at what they do and not sell out just to back up something the president says because they'll be the laughing stocks of their industry, the laughing stocks of their studies. So that's why you're no longer seeing those people behind them. But this thing that Trump said was so bad that he is getting pissed off and he is backing down the amount of times that he'll be doing his daily press briefing. After weeks in the task force spotlight. Thank you very much, everyone. The fate of the daily briefings now at issue after an abrupt exit, skipping questions Friday. Aides and allies have encouraged President Trump to do fewer, shorter sessions with reporters. Some had stretched beyond two hours. Come on, let's not act like Trump did not want to be there. This guy has the biggest ego of any president in the history of the United States of America. He loves being in front of the camera. Yes, they're grilling him on stuff, but he loves it. He loves the attention. He does not mind. If Trump did not want to be there for two hours, he would not be there for two hours. He is sporting the biggest presidential boner that whole two hours than you could ever imagine. And yes, if I had to guess, uncircumcised. I believe Trump has an aardvark. At times, so, exposing disagreement. It may not come back at all. There will be coronavirus in the fall. I swear to God, Fauci is like Trump's father. You know how if your parents, I've never been a parent, but I've seen this happen. Parents will have their kids at a party or a gathering and the kid will say something really, really stupid or out their parents for something that they said behind the scenes. Maybe they were talking shit about a neighbor or somebody was going to be at the party and the parent quickly has to jump in and correct them to save face. That's what Dr. Fauci is doing. He is Trump's father. Today, new press secretary Kayleigh McEnany said the president, not advisors, will set the pace. They should just sit outside of a drug rehab facility to hire their new press secretary because they could save a lot of time because the stress of being the press secretary of Donald J. Trump will lead you to hard drugs and alcohol. Hire his decision, but I believe the president's at his best when he's speaking directly to the American people. Yeah, he doesn't need a press briefing, a daily press briefing. That's called Twitter. That's how he's best connected to the American people. He can say whatever he wants to on that thing. It is the wild, wild west of social media. Their value. If Trump wants to take his troll game to the next level, he does not have a hair on his ass if he does not immediately sign up for a TikTok account, that shit would be on fire. Under new scrutiny. Thursday, the president asked his medical experts whether UV light... Could you imagine how quickly our president could get to 50 million TikTok followers if he did the pee your pants challenge? Pee your pants challenge. Yes, that is a grown-ass man 
pissing his pants for TikTok Run. And if you're not familiar with TikTok, they come out with these challenges. And this is one of the newer ones. People are pissing their pants for TikTok fame. And disinfectants that kill the virus on hard surfaces. Now, if our president was on TikTok and he wanted to participate in the pee your pants challenge, would he film it by holding the phone up to the mirror in the bathroom and doing it? That's how most people are doing it. Or would he get one of his favorite Secret Service members to film it and hold the camera for him? Or would he ask First Lady Melania Trump to hold the camera while our president participated in the pee your pants challenge on TikTok? Could be used internally to treat patients. Is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning. I mean, if we're just naming off ridiculous things that'll kill yourself and the coronavirus, I mean, I could think of a few off the top of my head. Jumping in a volcano, it'll vaporize you immediately, killing you and the coronavirus. Getting on a rocket ship destined to the sun, that will get rid of you and the coronavirus. Drinking a gallon of muratic acid, I'm pretty sure it might not kill all the coronavirus, but you're damn sure going to be dead. And how about this? Kurt Cobain had the cure all along. A gunshot blast to the body. It may just hit a few coronaviruses and will definitely kill you. Problem solved. Prompting caution from the Surgeon General and warning from the Lysol brand. Under no circumstances should these chemicals be ingested. The president said he was misunderstood. But I was asking a sarcastic and a very sarcastic question. Now, this is a theory that I have on Trump. His ego is so big. He is an entertainer. This president used to be a part of the WWE. I think he got tombstoned by the undertaker. So, yes, that is our president. I think he says the dumbest shit. He trolls people and he will just say these dumb things, even though it maybe might make him look a little bit like an idiot. He wants to be talked about. He does not care if it's good or bad. What about this one? Why would our president be commenting on if the winner of the best picture in the Academy Awards was in English or Korean? By the way, how bad were the Academy Awards this year? Did you say it? And the winner is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? We got enough problems with South Korea with trade. On top of it, they give them the best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. You know, I'm looking for like, where, where, let's get Gone with the Wind. Can we get like Gone with the Wind back? Sunset Boulevard. So many great movies. The winner is from South Korea. I thought it was best foreign film, right? Best foreign movie. No, was the button? Did this ever happen before? And on top of being a troll, he says he was being sarcastic. How in the world is that a good quality to have as a president? The leader of the free world being a sarcastic person. You know who are sarcastic people? Morning radio zoo hosts. I would suggest the media not take him out of context. I think this president has consistently said from the beginning that people should consult with their doctors. Tonight, Andy has a case of water on the brain, sort of. Hi folks, Andy Mooney here. Did you ever notice it in time of widespread panic, pandemics, and other demics that people just don't seem to come together like they used to? 
I'll give you an example. I headed off to my local grocer to hoard up on supplies that I knew that I would need. Depends, Similac, stuff of that nature. As I went for the last tube of deodorant, my favorite brand, and as you know, all elderly people love their brands, almost to death, this man reached the same time that I did. So I pummeled him, and as he laid down on the ground, I stood over him, doing some sort of pelvic thrust and demoralizing him. As I did this, I thought to myself, boy, this is lost on the younger generation. They just don't know the feeling of smashing a window with a brick or stealing to keep food on the table for your families, something that I learned very well. Growing up in the mean streets of Biloxi, I knew that I had to get ahead in life, and the only way I could do that was to join the military. After the military kicked me out, I turned to the one thing that never caused me harm. The streets. I was known up and down 8th Avenue as the man who gave the best HJs. But you don't have to take my word for that. With most states in the country opening up after the coronavirus by the end of this month, some of the other states are quicker to the draw than others, and one of them is being Georgia. There's a big mix-up. There's a big struggle for power between the state and the local government. The people in Atlanta, the mayor there does not want to open up Atlanta. The governor is saying, we are open for business. Do not stand in our way. And I found this great audio clip on World Star Hip Hop from an African-American gentleman, and he kind of gives his own little commentary on why he thinks it's a bad idea to open up Atlanta this soon. So I just seen some shit earlier that Atlanta's supposed to be opening up this week, huh? Atlanta back open, huh? Y'all happy as shit, you stupid ass niggas. Why the fuck they opening Atlanta the fuck up first? The blackest city in America. You niggas don't see the motherfucking blitz going down. Now, I've spent a lot of time in Atlanta. When I was married, me and my wife, we always went up there maybe three, four, five times a year. But we always went up there for Dragon Con, which is one of their biggest comic book sci-fi conventions. It's in like five or six of the biggest hotels in downtown Atlanta. But I always had an amazing time in Atlanta. Me being the whitest of white people, I always felt safe in Atlanta. I don't know what people are talking about. Omaha, Omaha, 38 right blast on a 59's the mic. Y'all don't see the fucking blitz going down. They opened up the blackest motherfucking city in America first. So let them niggas run out there. They do the test run. I mean, it is something ridiculous to hear someone say that our government would do a test run to see how Corona is going to make a comeback in the blackest city in the United States. But I would not put it past our government to do something like that. I've seen our government do some pretty fucked up and dumb things, and I would not be shocked if there was some document hidden away somewhere in the Oval Office or anywhere, the Pentagon, and I'm not just blaming Trump. I'm I'm not saying Trump's a racist, so please don't label me and saying, oh, you're calling our president a racist. No, but I would not be shocked if there was some secret document that says, hey, you know what? I got a great idea. Let's do this. Let's open up Atlanta and test the blackest city in the world since this virus is affecting minorities bigger than anything. Let them niggas go ahead and run. Y'all fucking guinea pigs in Atlanta. Y'all so fucking happy. Can't wait to be at a motherfucking day party. Ever since I first saw the music video for Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice, I wanted to attend a day party in the hood or a black barbecue. Do not ask me why. It's just something I wanted to experience. Dude, 
the stinky lane. You bitches be at a death party at night. Niggas can't wait to be at a, at, at a motherfucking day party. No motherfucking day. You niggas is crazy, man. Why the fuck they ain't open Utah? Look. Yeah, that's a great point. Why didn't they open up Utah first? I get along with my African-American brothers way more than I do a Mormon all day. Why they ain't open Montana? Ain't shit out there but snow and fucking cows. Why the fuck they ain't open that shit up but they opened up Atlanta? I don't know why people are acting shocked. I guess they skipped over that whole part in the history book about the Tuskegee airmen because they know you goofy ass niggas don't got no discipline you're gonna run around give it to all the old heads you see how they they knocking all the old heads off see i think this guy is completely wrong i think african-american people take care of their elderly way better than white people do white people tend to throw their parents their grandparents away in nursing homes maybe it's a class thing maybe white people have more money and can afford to throw their mom their dad in a nursing home never to think about them again and let them be someone else's problems, but I always see every every time I've ever spoke to an African-American person, they have nothing but the utmost respect for the elderly. Because at the end of the day, who, who gives a fuck about the old here? They already live their life. We ain't trying to get them niggas no goddamn pension or nothing, no social security or nothing. So y'all just want to put all the old motherfuckers at risk. Niggas is crazy. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Since you're pretty ass, soon as you came in the door, I just want to chill. Got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money and you before I take off, I actually have to share a story with you guys. So I live here at my parents' trailer uh, RV in a place I like to call the Hobo Fish Camp. So I've been, you know, I'm pretty much the youngest person in this place, all right? So what I'm trying to tell you is when I see another young person at the Hobo Fish Camp, it catches my eye. And I've been noticing maybe about a month ago, there was a younger girl. I don't know how young, maybe late 20s, early 30s hanging around. So I talked to her a little bit, couldn't tell what her deal was, what her backstory was. But the next time I saw her, I saw her with an older gentleman, maybe mid to late 50s, hanging out. They were fishing out by the wall. But the first thing I thought about, hey, she seems too young for this guy. He seems way too old. Maybe that's her dad. I wasn't for sure. So, I finally figured out it wasn't her dad because I was doing laundry one day and I was bringing back laundry from uh, the laundry room in the golf cart. And when I was driving by their trailer, the old man was out front of his trailer wearing a green Speedo while the younger girl, who I thought was his daughter, was shaving him with an electric razor. And I'm not just talking just his face or his head. His entire body was being shaved with this electric razor. And that pretty much now, if it is his daughter, that's pretty fucking weird. I don't need to be messing around with that type of crazy. I've been seeing them and I just pretty much gave up because, you know, they're they're together. The guy looks a little crazy, like he might be a biker. And I don't want any part of that. Fast forward a couple of weeks later, I'm out front editing up the podcast for the next day. And then five cops come into the fucking hobo fish camp and they're on a mission. They're not speeding, but they're just 
You know, you can tell when somebody is on a mission when they're driving. It's kind of odd that there are five Volusia County Sheriff's officers coming into the Hobo Fish Camp. Well, come to find out, the old man and the woman got into a fight. There was maybe a weapon used or threatened to be used, and that's why the cops were here and as many as there were. The old man was taken to jail. But in true white trash, you know, stereotypical fashion, She wants to bail him out, but she does not have the money. My moral question is, and safety question is, I've been saving a lot of money with my podcasts, okay? Hear me out, guys. Do not judge me until you hear what I'm saying. I've been saving up money from this podcast, and I know that I've been saying that I'm going to invest it back into the podcast, but hear me out. I think I kind of am investing this back into the podcast. Would it be wrong for me, because she's in need of money, to help her out for her to do favors for me? And I'm not going to go into details because, you know, some favors are illegal and against the law. And I'm not going to commit any crimes or admit to any crimes on this podcast because I've got a good thing going right now. But what I'm trying to say is... Is it a good idea? Would it morally be right that she's trying to get her old man out of prison because they got into a fight and she needs the bail money? And I've got certain chores, if you know what I'm saying, to do here at the Hobo Fish Camp that she could make some money doing. Even if you think it's a good idea, is it a safe thing for me to do? And I only ask because, you know, the guy allegedly threatened the use of a weapon and that's why the cops were having to be called. So good idea, bad idea. Email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I hope to talk to you tomorrow.